Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series called The Supernatural. John 6, 32 through 33. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So picture this, five loaves and two fish. You could only feed a few people with that, but Jesus fed over 5,000 people. It's the supernatural that overcame the natural and blessed the people with food. When Jesus left the earth, he said it would be better for him to go, for he will send the Holy Spirit to be our comforter. The Holy Spirit is the manifestation of God on the earth today. Every miracle, every provision, anything supernatural is by the power of the Spirit today. When we speak of the Holy Spirit, we need to ask, who is he? This brings us to the almost impossible task of describing the Trinity, also known as the Godhead. With limited human words, how can we describe someone that is three persons but one God, one God but three persons? This is a challenge. Can our finite minds fully conceive and understand it? When we think of the Father God, then add his son Jesus, I'm okay so far. Add to this the Holy Spirit, and I'm still with you, but it's getting somewhat fuzzy. Now you tell me the Holy Spirit is a third person and all three are one? Hmm. Well, who is the person of the Holy Spirit? If it is not Jesus or the Father, then who is he and what is his name? His name cannot be the Holy Spirit because that's who he is. When we meet him or introduce him, we would not say, hi, the Holy Spirit. Most likely we would say, hi, Holy Spirit. Although, It is who I am. My name is not the Jim Langlois. Well, God's name is Abba, A-B-B-A. In the Greek, it means father, or even more accurately stated, daddy. The son of God, the savior, and the Messiah's name is Jesus. And as we address the Holy Spirit as a person, I suggest we call him Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, although correct, can be misleading in our culture Ghost may seem to imply the Trinity as comprised of two persons and one spirit, but we know the Trinity is not two persons but three. Christianity is the only religion on earth that accepts the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Why am I sharing this? Well, if the prophetic word to Zerubbabel is true, and it is, then it is the person of the Holy Spirit who is responsible for anything beyond what we can do 
example given, all miracles, and all of the supernatural power of God. When we look at our definition of supernatural, it states some sort of cause outside of our natural world. It assumes a source beyond what we can see. It calls it some force. The concise Oxford English Dictionary defines supernatural as a manifestation or event attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. In a biblical worldview, it would not be incorrect to rewrite this definition as a manifestation or event attributed to God beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. Now, let's add the truth of the following two scriptures and do another rewrite of our definition of supernatural. Zechariah 4.6 says, So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 5, Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? But someone might say, isn't Jesus the one who is the miracle performer? Yes, but let's see what Jesus had to say. John 14, 12, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. John 16, 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The helper is Holy Spirit. The miracle worker is Holy Spirit. The works that Jesus did was by Holy Spirit. Jesus sent him to us. Who? Holy Spirit. The one who works miracles among us. John fourteen sixteen through 18. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Well, the I in that scripture is Jesus. And the he, he prays to the Father, for the Father to give us another helper, that he would abide with us forever. Who? Holy Spirit. The spirit of truth, not just a ghost, but a person, a supernatural person. John 1 26 covers it well. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Us and our? Who is us? Who is our? Well, it's the Trinity, the Father, Abba, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Mind-blowing, isn't it? I personally want to honor the person, Holy Spirit, more. I think we all should. Why? Because it's not by might, nor by power, but by Holy Spirit. But are they not one? Well, yes, they are. But the one who does the works among us today is Holy Spirit. But isn't Holy Spirit the Spirit of God and of Christ? Yes, that too. Now we're getting it. Our new biblical worldview definition could also be written this way. The word supernatural means a manifestation or event attributed to Holy Spirit beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. Who is he? He is Holy Spirit, the supernatural miracle worker. 
Hi, Holy Spirit, and thank you for being our helper today. In Zechariah's prophecy, when he mentions the oil from the two olive trees, he calls it the golden oil. I happen to believe every word in the Bible has significance. Zechariah 4.12. And I further answered and said to him, What are these two olive branches that drip into the receptacles of the two gold pipes from which the golden oil drains? There's the lampstand of solid gold in verse 2, the gold pipes in verse 12, and also in verse 12, the golden oil. Gold and also golden. Is this significant? Does gold or golden have any special properties or meaning? The two olive trees with the two gold pipes, one each, draining the golden oil into the gold bowl that has seven gold pipes. Then the seven gold pipes directing the golden oil into the gold lampstand of seven gold lamps, giving them an endless supply of the golden oil. Since Zechariah stated this prophecy is about the endless supply of the power of the Holy Spirit, then we know the golden oil represents the supernatural endless power of the Holy Spirit. And we are the light. Note this passage in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. This is Jesus speaking. In my Bible, the print is in red. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Well, with my simple theological math, I conclude since Christ said we are the light of the world and Zechariah said it is his Holy Spirit that powers the light, then the more I walk in the Spirit, the greater power of the Spirit I will be operating in. Walking in the Spirit is an important truth to understand when we endeavor to call upon the supernatural power of God to manifest in our natural world. One way I could say it is walking in the Spirit is walking in the golden oil. Remember, it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts out of Zechariah 4.6. What is the significance of gold? Gold is the most frequently mentioned metal in the Bible. It was one of the gifts brought by the wise men to the infant Jesus. The tabernacle of the Lord and all its contents, including the ark, was covered floor to ceiling in gold. I heard someone say gold represents the divine nature. A few things we know for sure. Gold is precious, gold has splendor, and gold reflects light. Walking in the spirit is precious, very valuable. It's beautiful and reflects the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Galatians 5.16, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And Galatians 5.22-23, through 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And then verse 25, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Walking in the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, living in the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, and the power of the Spirit are all like precious gold reflecting the glory of God. The golden oil is a natural example of the anointing of the Holy Spirit bringing about positive change. Jesus operated in it himself. 
in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. This power brought change to the natural world. It was good change, healing change, and change from oppression. The anointing of the Spirit has a purpose to bring about positive change, to manifest the blessings of God from heaven to the earth. The golden oil is a type and shadow of the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the works we do will be even greater than what he has done after he leaves and sends the helper. John 14, 12, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do will he do also, and greater works than these will he do because I go to my Father. And then John 14, 15 through 17, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. And that's what I call the supernatural. Well, while I love the supernatural, our natural time is up. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.